This is Voices of Research. I am Mikael Tristadius, and you are listening to Radio Moreni. So, welcome back to Voices of Research. Today our guest is Riku Roihanakorpi. Welcome. Thank you very much. So, you are a native Finn, but where from Finland exactly are you from? Well, I was born in Askola, which is around 50 kilometers from Helsinki, but uh, my family moved very early on. I think I was six years old when we moved to Tampere, and I've lived pretty much all my active life in, in the Tampere region. But I guess I still try to identify as someone from the southern Finland Not so much as uh, one from the Pirkanmaa area, but still all my sort of key experiences, I guess, are from uh, Tampere and uh, also my study experiences mainly. So I'm from here, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains why Tampere, because you lived most of your life here. But how did you end up in this university? Exactly, there are a few universities in Finland and of course, well, in other cities as well, but why? This one, exactly. Yeah, I, I think when I did my matriculation exam, this was back in 1993 from Tampere and Lyceon Lukio. And I started my mandatory military service almost straight after graduating from there. And uh, during my military service, I noticed I had no experience of theater really, prior experience, but uh, I, I noticed during my military service that there was this uh, entrance exam for theater and drama research, which was called actually the drama sort of section of literary studies at the time in, in 1993. And uh, they had an entrance exam that was two days on a Monday and a Tuesday. So I realized that I could get a four days leave from the uh, military <laughs> service because it was straight after a weekend. And so I went to the exam. Uh, with no prior experience of theater, like I said. And I pretty much walked through the exams and wasn't expecting much. I did some prior reading to that, but uh, nothing much. And, and then a few weeks later, I got a letter from the university saying that you have been accepted uh, <laughs> to, to study a theater. In so you just wanted a little bit longer holiday. <laughs> yes, I, I, that's the honestly the, the true story. And that's how I got involved uh, with theater. I had nothing against theater, but I just wasn't too keen on studying it or anything. And then it took me a while to do my sort of pre-graduate studies, uh, almost nine years, I think. I was working a while in between, but so it took me nine years to graduate. And uh, when I graduated, I realized that I'm going to graduate as an unemployed person. And, and so I did some, um, I, I'm not sure about the right term, but I did uh, an unemployment service at the university because they needed someone at the office and uh, and because my master's thesis was quite okay the professor at the time uh, Bia Honey she thought that uh, I could probably uh, apply for uh, postgraduate studies as well and because I was working at the office I sort of uh, got into the whole university teaching business uh, more closely and because of the relatively good results with the thesis I applied for a postgraduate status And uh, this was granted, and uh, I think it was uh, early 2004 when I got a grant from the university to pursue my PhD. And then I did uh, 
my PhD, I think it was five and a half years. So pretty much the optimal, at the time, optimal sort of uh, study time. And on grants mainly. And I didn't have any sort of uh, pension insurance or anything because at that time the, the grants didn't involve that. So different grants from the city of Tampere, from the university, from uh, certain foundations. So I was able to finalize my uh, PhD thesis in, in 2009, but it wasn't examined until 2010 because uh, the subject of my thesis was uh, in the field of theater philosophy, which was not as widely sort of practiced as it is now. And it took a while for them to find a suitable pre-examiner and uh, opponent for my thesis. So it took almost a year. And I did my thesis on the relations between theater and modern continental ethics of responsibility and the concept of evil. And it was um, pretty much based on something that I uh, started to examine during my MA thesis, uh, which was on, on the manifestation of evil in uh, Finnish drama, widely put. So these ethical questions are mainly my sort of field of research, although nowadays these questions are asked more in the field of uh, technological performance and virtual performance and extended reality performance and in that field. But that's my uh, history, how I uh, sort of got into the researcher community, pretty much. You work with theater and drama studies and media culture. Uh, but how would you describe your work? What is it about? What do you focus on? Well, I consider myself, I guess, a, a bad researcher, <laughs> in a way. I'm, I'm not much of an article writer. I don't author many articles um, in the sort of uh, strict sense of um, having a certain format and, and certain agreed, refereed sort of framework for it. And so because of my research field, which is in uh, performance philosophy and theater philosophy, I write mainly essays, I guess, because they turn out essays. I start out with a research article and I end up with an essay. And that's that's always what happens. But actually, I haven't done, even though I'm the university lecturer in theater and drama research and media culture, I don't think that I've done many years or I haven't uh, sort of uh, held the job as it uh, in a traditional sort of uh, way uh, because of my uh, leadership of uh, the Center for Practice as Research in Theatre for five and a half years, uh, which ended now in 2020 in, in, in July. And so I've had these many posts that do not make my research career as a traditional one. Uh, after my PhD, the Center for Practice as Research in Theatre was established and uh, and so I got these uh, non-permanent uh, re research contracts at the center and then certain uh, fundings for research projects. And so so I was able to proceed with research. But uh, meanwhile, um, I sort of tried to pursue my own interests in the field of theater ethics and, and uh, especially uh, related to the concept of evil and, uh, and the question of evil in relation to the ethical questions that we can ask through theater. But uh, that side of my research is mainly, like I said, this essay-based uh, lifelong project, if you uh, may. And uh, the actual sort of pragmatic uh, research activities that I've either led or initiated or based my teaching on, these have been more closely in line with the T7 
that the Center for Practices Research has been doing for several years and also related to the technological performance side, like I mentioned. And so my teaching is, uh, is one thing, which is pretty much related to mediated performance, or was actually. Nowadays, it's more in the field of media studies, mediated performance uh, and media-related performative processes, and also the ethics of uh, related to those questions, especially in the field of uh, disability studies. Uh, I teach this course called The End of Normal, which is about how we should try and... Uh, look at the world from a more diverse viewpoint rather than trying to find norms that could sort of uh, guide us uh, via sort of democratic agreed principles and so rather the based this um, shared sort of life and uh, governance on the question and the concept of diversity this wasn't a very good explanation but anyways <laughs> the ethical questions based on diversity issues on of diversity are there in the background. And so it's more of these media-related uh, aspects of performance that I've been teaching on, but my sort of personal research endeavor or quest is in the field of uh, the ethics of performance that has not so much to do with the uh, media culture, for example. What uh, projects are you currently working on? Well, I have a history of uh, leading projects in the field of uh, performance and technology, like I mentioned. And I think the first one started in 2009. And we got some funding from Tekes, which is nowadays Business Finland, for two consecutive uh, projects. And so I got a pretty good sort of start for uh, studying uh, with the relevant group the new technologies in relation to performance. And then we got some Nordic funding as well. So we've been able to sort of carry on this research that is related to, for example, remote presence in performance, which is quite relevant at the time now because of COVID. And so I pursued quite holistically these different aspects of how we relate ourselves to new technologies in performative environments. And the latest uh, of these projects got funding from the Kone Foundation now in, in 2020 and it's called Lydia Live Plus Digital Audiences and it's uh, specifically on the uh, remote presence technologies and extended reality technologies that while used in a hybrid way in relation to performance not to forget live performance but in a way that uh, helps us to expand the experience and the practice of live performance to new digital areas. This has been the most recent project and uh, it started now in, in the beginning of 2021 and then will continue until the end of 2023. And uh, it's uh, funded from the arts category of Kone Foundation funding. And so it's pretty much concentrated on artistic work and artistic research and artistic development processes and the actual research component is pretty much uh, my own work and the work of one of my colleagues who is from Alta University, Tanya Bastamov, who is a media and theater and performance professional for several decades. And so it's this artistic development project uh, with a research element. Uh, I think you mentioned that some of your work is kind of a lifelong project. 
Do you have any ideas for future projects or will these ones that you already have all, are they all lifelong projects? Well, I guess the most important lifelong project would be to become a decent human being at some point, but uh, <laughs> but uh, that's another story and that doesn't necessarily happen through academic work in my opinion. It, it might help, but the all these uh, projects related to technological performance, they are iterative in the sense that uh, they all feed into the next one, so that we have new questions to pose to technological performance in general and different kinds of audiences and different kinds of practices and different kinds of practitioner orientations. So they feed into the next one always. And so it seems now that it's a continuous process that started over 10 years ago and, and, and I hope will go on for some time now. So that's a sort of long strand of research, but my personal research in relation to performance philosophy that is something that I can only pursue sporadically and not, not in a continuous manner at the moment. So I hope that, that continues as well into the future, but you never know. What kind of a future do you see for your research and field of expertise? Well, my honest answer, based on my experience and expertise that I've acquired, is that my field of research is extremely relevant to future societies and how different questions of resilience and uh, performance and togetherness and uh, communication are dealt with in the future. And so while I'm not too tech savvy, which means that I, I just want technology to do things for me, I don't, I'm not a technological expert myself, I tend to try and find certain uses for the technologies that have a sort of holistic uh, benefit for the society at large, uh, even though most of the uh, research scenarios are conducted in a, in a specific performative environment, but they have uh, sort of several applications throughout the uh, society and different societies globally. So I find it extremely relevant and at the same time, I find it extremely relevant that we remember that theater studies, while it's not sort of practiced widely in Tampere University anymore, due to certain structural changes, it's extremely relevant to keep as the background source of information for these processes. And so I think Tampere University as a multidisciplinary community will need art studies arts research and artistic research and arts-based research in the future in a very significant way. That is something that we should heavily invest in, not only because of the sort of uh, self-proclaimed importance of those fields of study, but because of the multidisciplinary impact and input that they have. So I hope that the uh, university community, the two universities now, will be able to sort of uh, back up these uh, arts-based fields of research in the, in the right way in the future as well. Well, thank you for coming over here today, Riku Rohenkorpi. Thank you for having me, it's a pleasure.